Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it's so worth it. If you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red button, and attend a free webinar on the secret to starting your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited to bring you today's featured guests, Robert and Melanie Novak. Robert, Melanie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. So, folks, this is a very, very special show because today we're going to be sharing a very inspiring story of love and wonder with a couple live on their honeymoon. Yes, <laughs> Robert and Melanie have actually made time while they're on their honeymoon in Vail, Colorado to share with us their journey to literally getting married less than 48 hours ago. And they're going to share this divine orchestration of them meeting just four months ago and then the confirmations of knowing that they were each other's person and that they're supposed to be together. So they're going to share with us this path and this journey and, and the decisions they made as the catalyst for these events. So they all came together. So Robert, Melanie, before we do that, I, I want to ask you if you wouldn't mind giving us a little glimpse into your individual background. So we have an idea of who you are and what you're up to in the world. So like, where do you guys live? What do you do for a living? That kind of thing. Well, I live in uh, El Paraiso, Indiana, which, of course, now Melanie does, too. But um, I do a lot of transformational work, um, intuitive work, uh, intuitive guidance, clearing work, if you want to say healing work, transformation, whatever you want to say. But amazing things, you know, uh, happen. In fact, my website is called Be Willing to Be Amazed. And that's kind of what's been happening in, in our life, what we get to share and us coming together. So it's just so much fun. Awesome. Melanie, what about you? Um, I am from Kendallville, Indiana, and it's about two hours away from Valparaiso. And I have been doing hair for about 16 years. So, yeah, it was. And I, of course, I had to kind of give my business up in order to, to move. So lots of big changes, but so exciting. Yeah, very, very cool. So, what I'd love to start with with you two is, I know Robert shared with me earlier that you know you two met at a mind body spiritual expo. Did did either of you go there looking for a partner? No, in fact, I was a vendor there doing uh, readings, and uh, I was actually out on the uh, sidewalk taking a break, sitting on you know a little ledge of the building, where Melanie, her daughter, and a friend walked by me. But I didn't think much of it. I noticed the three, but I just went on with my break and went back to my table when I was done. And yeah, so I was in no way, shape, or form looking at all for a relationship, none. And as a matter of fact, I had recently decided, you know what, um, I, I'm going to be fine, you know, with or without a partner, no matter what. I had made the commitment earlier in the year. I'm going to just follow my divine guidance and I'm going to just do me. I'm doing me. And I was going to be fine with that. And I was fine with that. And so, you know, 
we were having an afternoon out just with my friend and just going to enjoy the time and, you know, enter Robert. Yeah. So I, I had to ask that question because, you know, we talk about this all the time on, on the show is, you know, partnership is the two of you together being your best selves individually. And so letting yourself show up that way and just like, we're just doing our own thing. We weren't out there going, ooh, this is the place to go meet girls or this is the place to go meet guys because I'm spiritually minded and that's where they're all going to be hanging out. You weren't doing that. No, no. I was just following my divine guidance. And, you know, what happened was um, I, too, noticed him outside sitting. And, you know, there was just a a moment when time kind of slowed down, you know, kind of like you see in the movies, you know, like slow motion. And it was only about three seconds. And I just, my eyes caught him and I was like, okay. And, you know, time picked back up and I just kept walking and I thought, well, that was weird. And we continued on in and, you know, the first aisle we went down, there he is at his table. And I just start getting this prompting, you know, you need to go to his booth. You need to go go to him. You need to go to him over and over. It just kept repeating. And finally I looked at my, my girlfriend and I said, I don't know why, but I am supposed to go to him. And she said, all righty then. And so we did. And what was so cool with that, Ken, is that as they were there uh, in front of my table and we were just talking about different things, Melanie saying to her friend that, you know, she just loved to have a chance to talk to someone about things, right? And for whatever reason, I picked up a piece of paper. I said, look, here's my cell phone. Anytime I always call and get some insight on things, just let me know. And I don't do that. Right. But I just flownly did it <laughs> without any, you know, inclination of like, oh, she's hot. I want to get to know her. It was just doing it. And it was, so that's the amazing thing about it. Nice. So kind of walk us through what happened next, because you met, but it met not like trying to get to date each other. You just met in kind of a business transaction almost. So how did this evolve as you went forward? Because I think you said it was a while before you actually got together. So what happened was, was, you know, he gave me his number and website and all the, and email address. And, um, you know, we basically just emailed for quite a while, just about the things we were interested in and, you know, the things that he does. And, you know, like he said, it was, it was just very difficult for me in my little hometown to find other like-minded people. And so when he reached out, to be somebody that I could, you know, talk to about some of these things, such as divine guidance. Um, I, I was so excited. So, you know, we just emailed for a while. Right. Right. And then, you know, what was interesting is, you know, on my end, I'm just, again, seeing some things that we're sharing. It's like, Hmm, interesting, but I'm getting the prompting then to, you know, go see her the Sunday before I go out to Egypt and ask her if she wants to then be on like WhatsApp so I can share the trip of Egypt with her because I feel like it would be very transformational because I was going with a you know one of my teachers or transformational people I work with I said so we can I think you being in energy might you know assist you so why we go out uh, and that Sunday before which is three weeks after meeting and we end up going walking around this um, very you know, well-kept, so we call Solomon uh, Farm, uh, nice place to walk. And it was like, 
what's going on, right, uh, between us. It was pretty amazing. Nice. Yeah. So I, I got to ask you about something here, Robert, because you told me before you kept saying to her, I like your voice. <laughs> yeah, so that was at the farm. So as we're walking around, here, here again, I'm getting insight just to go share some time with her um, for whatever reason. And uh, as we're walking around, I keep on saying, I like your voice. I, I love the sound of your voice. I, I, you know, and I'm, 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 you know, amazed about it. It's like, why am I liking your voice so much, right? It's kind of like this harmony in, in me, but I did. And I must have said it five times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, when we walked around, spent the afternoon together. So it's really cool. Nice. So I, I gotta ask because obviously there's some things like clicking for you guys, but again, everything you're talking about is this wasn't from an agenda of getting together. No, not at all. Exactly. Not at all. In fact, I kind of had in, in my mind mental breaks on, you know, like distance, you know, the wall was up, uh, you know, just didn't want to go there. And because I'd made up my mind, I'm fine by myself. <laughs> right. You know, and I wasn't in that that space either. But at the same time, always wanting, you know, this special relationship. Right. Uh, this divinely guided orchestrated relationship of coming together and and that was was starting settling in on that even the first day of when we just laid in the grassy um you know this big grass area and watched the clouds and moved and went underneath the trees and you know i gotta share something about melanie underneath the trees which really uh was very fascinating to me as we're just laying there talking she just starts staring at the trees and, and she mentions that she could see the energetics of the trees and she says i'm honored i thought wow she's really special because hmm. she says i'm honored not like how special am i that i can see the energetics of the trees she's honored that the trees are showing her the energetics of it so it's been pretty it's pretty special pretty magical what's been happening between us nice so what shifted things like what what was the turning point where you went maybe this is more than just we're you know like-minded individuals yeah so of course then after that i go to egypt right yeah and we are sharing whatsapp the best we can um not you know we try to talk through whatsapp kind of hard to do so we're we're doing different text or messaging you know through that way and uh i do believe you know, well, we're connecting so well. And then I, I believe Melanie had, you know, some uh, insights during that time period that she shared with me after Egypt when it would be our second date, if you want to say, uh, which would be two weeks from the first date uh, after Egypt. And, and she shared with me um, what was coming to her. So, yeah, so he was in Egypt this whole time and we're kind of trying to keep in contact as best we can because, you know, it was kind of spotty, um, his reception and, um, whatnot. However, during this time, the question came to me, I wonder if he is my person. And as we progressed with our talking and the more we got to know each other and just the more time we spent, you know, um, talking back and forth, I 
said to myself, I think he's my person. And then when he was finally got back from Egypt and then we met for that second date, I, I knew that he was my person. <laughs> so I, I told him, you know, hey, you know, when, when you were gone, I wondered if you were my person. I asked myself, is he my person? And then I said, well, I think he's my person. And then by the time he, he, I saw him again, I said, no, I know he's my person. And, and, and you know, Ken, what's so cool about that is, you know, I'm really settling in with so many different things. And, and I'm, you know, looking at her talk with her, she's like, I really like you. I mean, not love you. I really like you. And that was really something very special, too. And you could just feel this flow between us that was just so genuine and authentic. So I knew I was her person. So when she said it, I didn't run. It was like settling in. It's like, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, so special. Yeah, that's, that is so cool. And I want to ask you, Melanie, when you said, you know, he was my person or you were asking yourself that question, what did that mean? What does my person mean? For me, it is the m more deep emotional connection. When I discovered that I could connect with him on that deeper level, that is how I knew. Because up until that point, I just couldn't, I hadn't found that anywhere. Mm -hmm. So it was the deeper connection that I had with him that I was looking for. So it was more than he just checks these boxes. Oh, yes. Yep. Okay. Much more. So I, I got to ask you guys because, I mean, a lot of people are probably sitting there going, oh, this is the fairy tale. It all just lines up, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, we want the fairy tale. Let's be honest. Right. But my question is, because a lot of people, you know, as much as we want the fairy tale, there's this belief that, yeah, that doesn't ever happen. That's not real. That's only in the movies. Why do you think you two were open to receiving the fairy tale? Well, I think, you know, being that type of people, plus there's so many different little hints along the way, and this is the way it flowed. I mean, even from the first date, you know, just the, the ease of communication and, and you know, sharing uh, to where, you know, I kept saying even – you know, at that time or over the Egypt trip and going on, it's like, I like you, right? And just those type of things, that, that voice, it's like, I, I love your voice. Um, and then it's just all the other little, uh, as Mel puts it, the, the breadcrumbs, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it was like these little breadcrumbs of intuition would present themselves. And, you know, I'd lean down and pick up the breadcrumb and I'd say, hmm, okay. I'll go with this. I'll trust this. I'll trust this insight. And I stepped into it. And it's for me, it was about trusting the insights I was getting, trusting the guidance I was getting, even though I was so scared. And I think so many times people get the insight, you know, hey, do this. And but your mental, your mind takes over and says, um, no. Don't do that and talks you right out of it because this reason, this reason, this reason, this reason. But sometimes you just have to feel it 
in your heart and take that step of faith because when you do that it it allows so much in yeah so much more magic allows to keep going in fact you know some of the other breadcrumbs for melanie was being a hairstylist is the fact that uh she was having a lot of customers coming in and saying yeah i met my person and we got married within a few months right so those were consistently happening of meeting people like that and and, and so forth and, and other little people coming in and, and sharing insights and goosebumps when you know sharing you know just us and it's like oh my goodness right so all of these type of things help support the continuous movement yeah no that's great so melanie i, w- I want to ask if you would be so kind as to can you share with us an example of like what was one specific breadcrumb and then you like the thought process you went through and have you go, oh, no, I'm going to trust this and move forward. OK, so the first the first huge breadcrumb was the one I have already mentioned about being in the expo mm-hmm. and getting the insight, you know, kind of hearing in my head, you need to go back to him. And even though I didn't know why. And it wasn't that I looked at him and thought, oh, well, he's nice looking. It was, okay, he must have some information for me. So that would be the first one. Um, and then, you know, that night, coincidentally, I was going to both days of the Mind Body Sphere Expo. And so I knew I was going to be going back on Sunday with my kids. And um, so that night, after the first night that I had been there with my girlfriend, I was brushing my teeth at bedtime. And again, I keep hearing, you know, you need to go back and talk to him tomorrow. You need to go back and talk to him tomorrow. And I'm brushing my teeth and the, and the thought just would not leave me alone. It just kept nagging me. <laughs> and usually I know that, you know, when I'm getting those repeated obsessive thoughts, I, and it, once I acknowledge it, it stops. So I looked at myself in the mirror took my toothbrush out of my mouth and said out loud, okay, fine. I will stop. If he is there tomorrow, I will stop again at his booth and just see what what's the what. So, you know, that was another breadcrumb. So it's just insights like that. Right. And Ken, I, I have to share my perspective on that, on that next day. Um, she was there with her boys and uh, I was, and she was kind of across from me you know, down a few and I was just, glancing at her different times like what 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 is it about her right i just keep you know looking at the aspect like who why am i intrigued with her right so it's very interesting um in that capacity those are great examples because you know it's so funny melanie because like you're like i keep getting this it's almost feels obsessive like why am i keep thinking this person and oftentimes we go oh that's nuts i'm crazy that's a crazy thought and we throw it out the window Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to I want to have you guys because um, I, I one of the first things I found I don't remember if I'd even contacted you yet, Robert, but um, I found the the information about the the story about your proposal. Yes. And I'd love for you to share how that like evening came together and, and transpired. Oh, I, I'd love to. I, I was uh, I very much knew by the you know end of October even before that Melanie and I were going to be coming together. And uh, in one of my little meditations towards the end of October, uh, probably third week in October, uh, it was very evident. 11-11 kept coming in, 11-11. 
right? It says, okay, November 11th, I will propose. <laughs> so, um, uh, and I knew I was going to do it. It's, it's in, in downtown Valparaiso, there's a Central Park, uh, you know, stage. And we have a lot of different gatherings out there for the community. And uh, I've taken her up to the stage before and, and you share with her. It's like, you know, I like to be on stage sharing, you know, different inspirational type of things for people. And we'd go up there and we we just kind of, you know, play around in, in doing that. So I knew that was going to be the place I was going to propose as well. So come November 11th, um, we're out at a local restaurant, uh, which is right, you know, around the corner of the Central Park, you know, stage. And it's like 930 at night. And I said, hey, let's go take a walk to the stage and or just take a walk. Right. And I'm sorry, heading toward the stage. I think she already knew I was going to take her to the stage. So we're walking, you know, towards uh, the Central Park stage. And there's these four girls up on the stage singing, you know, very loud, uh, a Bruno Mars song. And it was great. So by the time we got up on the stage and we're facing out, the girls turned towards us. Okay, and and we're just playing off the girls and say, and I say, hey, could you sing, sing us a, a, a song? And they look at each other and they start into a Taylor Swift song, you know, all uh, harmonizing and playing and having fun. There's like these teenage girls, 13 to 15 years old, and they were fantastic, right? Just fantastic. So I said, hey, well, could you sing me sing me a love song? And they look at each other and they say, sure. And, and they go ahead and uh, start singing. The Elvis Presley uh, love song that has like when fools rush in. I, in I it. can't help falling in love with you by Elvis. Yes. Nice. So I turn, I turn to Melanie at that time, and um, and I just start, you know, talking to her. Uh, and in her mind, uh, it sounds like she was just thinking I was going to have her dance. But then I go ahead and you know start getting in my knee. Well, before that, one of the girls that was singing the song noticed what I was going to do. So she started videotaping us. So even before I got on the knee to propose. <laughs> so here's what's happening. I'm, you know, we, you know, finally orchestrated these four beautiful teenage girls, these angels singing for us <laughs> and for our proposal, right? And magical over i know i shared the video with you it was so much fun so amazing uh i could not even thought about that happening and that's the type of things that's happening with us even to this day yeah it was like it was he was going to propose he knew he was going to and it was already being looked upon divinely and it was like god said oh i'm going to make this even better and just brought these girls in and you know here they were singing a cappella for us right there. And so there's just been many little things just like this that have been happening. And, it, you know, if you continue to step into your intuition and your insight and be brave enough to do it, the this is this kind of magic it allows in. That is so cool. I, I, every time I hear that story and I, I actually watched it again before I got on with you guys. Um, I because yeah, it's yeah. just it's such a cool thing and you know it's it's one of those things where like like you said Melanie when, when you're open to it it's amazing what the universe has planned for us that we can't even fathom like yes. we can make all these it's great he, plans and the universe is like that's nothing wait till I get hold of this and all of a sudden it's throwing uh, in stuff that just blows our mind we're like how could that have happened it's like it's, who cares 
Yeah, exactly. yeah. Who cares? Exactly. It's amazing. That's yeah. the coolest thing. It so, was so cool. Afterwards, we looked at each other and we said, what just happened? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So Yeah. It, and then from there, we're sharing, of course, Ken, uh, the, what's been happening. And I was talking to her like two, two days, no, three days after. No, it's four days after that happened, that Saturday night. And I say, Mel, you know, I, you know, it was a lunchtime. I was talking to her on the phone. I said, let's just bring it in the magic. So from that point, I go down, start having some lunch. And within 15 minutes, we get the text from the person that wanted to do the article in the local paper related to this proposal. So here we didn't expect an article in the paper, but this proposal ends up being in the paper mm -hmm. and this match keeps happening. Yep. yep. Fantastic. That's so, so great. And thank you for, for sharing this whole journey you two have been on and are just getting started on. And I, I want to ask you something because this is a part in a show when, when I like to have our guests share some kind of guidance or, or you know, insights for themselves that, that they would love to share with our listeners around partnership. And what I'd love to ask the two of you is individually, what would you say is the best uh, partnership or relationship advice that you've ever received? Well, I can't say uh, that I've received as much as experienced. Um, and from my end, you you have to like the person. You know, don't get hung up on the image as much as do you really like the person? Do you really enjoy spending time? You know, can you feel the heart flow? Um, to me, that is it. And I have that with Mel. I'm so grateful. Nice. What about you, Mel? Yeah. I, I, I would have to agree with him. I don't know that I have received any wonderful um, relationship advice. Other, what I would offer up here is, um, you know, know yourself. And once you know yourself, it's going to be easier for you to connect with and find, I believe, the person that you are supposed to be with. So, you know, the, the more you know yourself, the better equipped you are to see what's in front of you. Nice. Nice. Hey, Ken, yeah, it is nice. And can I share another magical story? Yeah, please. <laughs> so, we, you know, we had just had our ceremony on Saturday, right? And uh, we were really busy. But so after the ceremony... We see, we get a text. My, you know, uh, Melanie gets a text from my daughter Alexis with a video attached to it, and she had been practicing all day on her keyboard a song, okay, that she recorded. And the thing is, my daughter hasn't picked up the keyboard. I bought it for her like two years ago, and she only, you know, learned how to play with some things on um, YouTube, you know, videos, and she hadn't touched it for two years. Well, for whatever reason, on that, you know, on our wedding day, she decides to pick it up, all take all afternoon learning the song and playing it. And this is crazy, the song that she chose. So the song that she chose was A Thousand Years by Christina Perry, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's from the Twilight series. Uh, and she didn't know, Alexis didn't know, but early on in our dating, when I was kind of driving back and forth between Kendallville and Valparaiso, that was one of the songs that was recorded on my phone that I would listen to a lot. And I, I 
connected when I hear that song, I would connect and think about Robert just because our relationship seems so flowing and easy. It just seems like we've been together a thousand years. It and so it was significant to me because that song, when I hear that song, I think of him. And here Alexis had no idea, but just picked that song. Yes. Crazy. So once again, just a little a little thing if you're open if your eyes are open, you see the little synchronicities and the little things. Yeah, exactly. And you don't have to explain them. Here's no. like, isn't that cool? It's so exactly. cool. Exactly. That's all it needs to be, right? It doesn't have to be something <laughs> exactly. more. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Well, I, I want to thank you, too. I mean, obviously, this has been an amazing story. And I, I'm so, so incredibly grateful that you would share your, your honeymoon with us. Um is there, like, I know you do some of this work, Robert. Is is there a way people can follow up with you or, or connect with you? Oh, sure. Uh, BeWillingToBeAmazed.com. Um, and I have free live events. I do first and third Tuesday uh, of every month on the phone. And a lot of transformational work, and it's um, I absolutely love it. Fantastic. Very divine. That is so cool. And and for anybody listening, if you're driving or something and you can't make a note, on the show page for the show, you will see the connections and the links. So it'll be really easy for you to connect with, with Robert if you choose to do that. Well, again, Mr. and Mrs. Novak, uh, I want to thank you for being on the show. This has been such wonderful information, so insightful and, and, and validating for people out there that this is available if we're open to it. Thank you so much for being on the show. And thank you so much for having us. It's a pleasure to share, you know, divine inspiration and love mm -hmm. for sure. Yep. So grateful to be able to do it. Yep. Thank you, Ken. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Be sure you catch the bonus stories from our guests on Follow Your Yes Friday. It's easy to do. Just go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher or iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else either in person or on the web. Have a great day. And remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.